Weird Norfolk is a magical collection of the unusual and inexplicable in the county. From folklore to ghosts, witchcraft to natural wonders, magic to enchanted places, we tell the kind of stories you share on dark nights around a campfire. I'm Stacia Briggs and I write Weird Norfolk. And I'm Shifa Connor and I curate Weird Norfolk. Today we're revisiting the Shrieking Pit at North Rex. Now we first covered this story in 2017 for the paper and we did a podcast episode in 2019 so it's been on our radar for a while. Mm, it was episode three wasn't it? Oh I'm not sure. I think it was. Was it, it was episode really three? Early, wow. Really early. Um, mm. So yeah so basically within that episode we kind of talked about coming out here on the 24th of February because that's the day that the spirit is meant to be seen and today is the 24th of February today is the 24th and we've actually managed to make it out here after five mm-hmm. years or whatever so we are <laughs> so coming yeah. for you Esmeralda yeah and um, just in case you haven't listened to that episode um first you go should back. go back yeah listen to that episode <laughs> but um this is the story North Rex, just south of the wonderfully named Hungry Hill, is a track which leads to several tree-shrouded and water-filled hollows, which also bear the name of the Shrieking Pit. This time, there are other Shrieking Pits. That'll make sense if you listen to the other episode. This time, named for another wailing woman whose change of heart after a suicide attempt fell on deaf ears. It is said that on midnight, on February the 24th, the spirit of a village girl named Esmeralda appears between the veil of the living and the dead. At the age of 17, Esmeralda had fallen in love with a wealthy but untrustworthy young farmer who conducted a secret relationship with her behind his wife's back. The local vicar discovered the affair and ordered them to draw it to a close. The farmer skulked back to his wife and, without without a word from her sweetheart, Esmeralda's heart broke and she drifted into misery and depression, unable to forget her love. On a frosty February night, she wandered the lanes close to the village when she came upon the pit and, in a moment of desperation, she threw herself in. Almost immediately she regretted her hasty decision and called for help, but no one came and she perished. Her desperate screams can still, be, can still it is said, be heard on February the 24th adding an extra chill to a winter's night. Mm. So there's also um story or, or kind of tale of um, a dark presence. So it might not necessarily be Esmeralda, but a dark presence is said to be felt there on the 24th. To be fair, if anyone sees us, we are quite a dark presence, aren't we? Yes, we are. Completely in black. <laughs> Pretty much. Although there are two of us, so we're yeah. a bit confused. But <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try and find our way. Yeah. So as it goes dark. Yeah. Um. It's not dark yet, and we're not here at midnight. No. Because spoiler. Really. <laughs> Although if we get lost on the way back, we might we be. may well be. And I've just discovered we've got no real phone service, so it's a really clever yeah, idea of ours. This is a great idea. Go hours. <laughs> it is literally we. There's just been hail. It is going to be really cold tonight, 
Um, so we may never make it back. So if we don't, <laughs> um, I uh, was trying to think if there's anything I'd like people to have. But anyway, no, you can't have anything. <laughs> don't wear colours at my funeral. Just come and throw it all in the pit. <laughs> yeah, come and throw it all in the pit. Okay, so we're going to get out of the car and um, go for a little walk up to try and find the pit. And uh, we'll... Wish us luck. Yeah, we'll speak to you again momentarily. It took us about 10-15 minutes to walk here from the car. Yeah. It was very muddy, so yeah. we're quite pleased we weren't recording because yeah. the pressure would have been too much and we would have been in the mud. But yeah, the pool is like, it's right next to a track that I can't see where the track goes. It might be a farm in the distance actually. Um, and it's pretty creepy to be honest. somewhere that should be beautiful and yet I quite want to leave. Yeah. 
because it's... I don't love it. No. And I thought I would. And actually, it does feel like it's kind of pulling you pulling you in doesn't it yeah well actually because the wind is behind us so it's yeah. kind of like pushing at our back it is towards the water and so it's like you feel like you're kind of being pushed yeah. towards it yeah and you see as soon as we say that it stops yeah and it's kind of calming again but that's it one of the other stories so there's obviously esmeralda but one of there's this talk of like a dark entity that appears on the 24th I guess it'd be interesting to come on a day that isn't the day. Yeah. Although yeah. it is quite horrible to think that today is the day. Yeah. And that she possibly was about to go and meet her lover and hopefully have a lovely evening and then discovered by the vicar and, and then the whole thing crashes, went, doesn't yeah. it? And or, you can almost imagine her like standing right on the edge and either if the wind was blowing like this, it would you know, if the weather was like it is today, she could easily have slipped in and regretted. Well, it would have been, it would have been so cold, wouldn't it? Would it? Have been. I mean, so cold. This is not somewhere for wild swimming, I feel. No. And and it makes you think of twice about them, doesn't it? Really, yeah. because this is, it looks freezing, and unwelcoming, and black. Yeah. I guess. Um, because it's hard for us to record on this I don't want to talk too much because you probably won't be able to hear most of it anyway so me and Stacia will head back to the car and we'll just do a little bit of a, a round up of our thoughts there I think Yeah. Um, but we'll definitely be sharing some pictures Stacia's just taken a cracking picture of the tree so uh, we'll definitely show that <laughs> ok we'll speak to you again soon so it's the next day we went to see Esmeralda or possibly see Esmeralda yesterday and we got back in the car and drove off and then forgot to do the follow-up <laughs> <laughs> we so were really cold it was we, really oh my cold God. And my wrists were like so stiff and my hands I could like hardly like move my hands it was so cold mm. um but we thought actually it's quite good because it means we can like it's given us a bit of an opportunity to mull it over or a little to think about it a bit it's definitely it's definitely somewhere i mean i'm glad you were there with your map because i don't think i'd have found that no it's, it's not simple to find it's not well it is but it's you certainly wouldn't stumble across that i don't think no no it's it's a very specific part of a walk isn't it there is a walk mm. map that you can actually download which i can't remember the name of the website where i got it from and i actually printed off the map because i was worried mm. about um signal out there so it was mm. quite old school. It was quite fun, like actually looking at a paper map. It felt like we were venture scouts, yeah. didn't it? And it, it was weird because we had the kind of weather for it. It was absolutely filthy, wasn't it? In other words, the actual weather when we went was nice, well, windy and cold. Yeah. But um, it wasn't raining. No. Uh, but it had been. Yeah, it had been earlier. It was absolutely as muddy as, wasn't it? Yeah, just so muddy. I was worried that I was mm. going to slip over. Um, mm, I was worried I was going to fall into the pond. Yeah, I mean it was quite eerie there, wasn't it? And I noticed we both noticed. So when I started walking out, and when we took photos when we got there, my phone was on thirty percent. And when we were walking back, I checked my phone again, and it had dropped severely to three percent. And I and think yours that was ten said, minutes, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we were hardly. I took a couple of photos. It shouldn't have been anything to like make a difference, really. And I think you said your phone jumped from like 80 percent to 80 30 in the car to 30 yeah. yeah and like we weren't using it for maps because i had no a paper map so it's not that we needed it for that 
Um, and the actual our recording device was on two bars for battery and was on one bar when I put it back on mm. just to check. Mm. So that so is we, so strange. We, we kind of parked on Craft Lane, um, which is in North Reps, and we walked down a road which kind of vaguely taking our life in our hands yeah it was a quiet lane though like, wasn't it it was it's i think it would have been like a funeral procession with us walking <laughs> at the front wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it in black and then yeah. having to follow us because he couldn't really get past but thankfully that didn't happen no that didn't um, happen and then you kind of veer off only to the left and, and there's a lovely woodland through. the woodland it's is cool. really nice and i would like to go back there like in the summer yeah it looks like it's part of the hall doesn't it because mm. it's kind of um it's got some cultivated um plant or, or bushes yeah in the woodland and you walk quite you know probably 15 minutes don't you mm. um I mean possibly if the weather was better it would have been faster walk because we had to gingerly kind of mince about didn't we try mm. not to measure our length in in <laughs> you kept getting brambles stuck on you I was like yeah oh God, you I was covering brambles <laughs> I came back there was mud in places I didn't even think it could reach um there was a wild wee. There was a wild wee. I wasn't going to mention it, was, it, but being as you did, that's fine. <laughs> it was quite an adventure. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of walked for, yeah, 10, 15 minutes gingerly. Um, and then it, it's just there, isn't it? There's yeah, a I mean, I wouldn't want to go there. I know you're, me you're meant to go there at midnight. There's no, no way you're getting no. me there at midnight. No. There's I don't not going to happen. Be any way I would be going there on my own. No, sure. I wouldn't want to go on my own actually, because it would just be no. so easy to slip in. Yeah. I just I wouldn't yeah, feel it's... happy. So you kind of walk up this, it looks a little bit like an old hollow way. You kind of walk up there, you there's a there's a kind of bend to the left, and then you walk along, you know, if you drew a picture of a track, it would be that. And then you get to some trees and it's on the right hand side, and it is a black big pit filled mm. with water yeah ringed yeah. with trees it's it's it should be really lovely yeah and and like maybe <laughs> in the summer it is maybe in the early like late spring early summer it's it's lovely but we we don't often get like funny about places I don't think no we're pretty like oh yeah that's fine that's fine in fact, we normally like them, don't we? Yeah, but this place so, just did not feel nice. And I don't know whether that is yeah. because it was the 24th and we knew it was a day that it's meant to be quite ominous there um, or whether it it is, that's like just what it's wind, like. It felt like the wind was pushing us in. It actually did. And it was just so it weird really that the did. wind started up. So, I mean, it was a bit blowy on the walk up, but when we got there, it was very, very strong. It was noticeably yeah. stronger there than anywhere else. Yes. And when we walked away, it wasn't again. No, it went, it died back down. So that was yeah, quite so strange. It, it, I think I even had to get you to move when we were recording. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I might go in. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was kind of blowing in off the field. We were, there was no choice other than to stand completely on the edge of this mm. thing. Because there's a, the track that goes past it is incredibly rutty. Yeah, we would have been like up these... to our ankles in mud. Yeah, so so we had so... to stand on the very bank of this 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 pond, which is 
I mean, I think we said in the recording, it's kind of about the size of the performing area outside the forum. Yeah, so yeah, it's the nice. little kind of, it's, it's not the whole area in front of the forum, but like the mm. perform where they do their performing and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a good size. Thing. It's pretty big. Um, it's big and, and it's black, isn't it? You can, yeah. uh, right around the very edges, there were bits where you could see the bottom, mm. the sand bottom, but on the whole. And I, I don't often, I don't, I can't recall ever really seeing like black water like that before no not like that no it's just I don't know it looks like um I've I've just got a book called uh something like scarred by the 70s or something um or scarred for life I think it's called the 70s edition and it's about kind of all the horrific public information films horror films all of that kind of stuff that came out and there was one that came out which was this horrendous hooded black clothed figure that stood by reservoirs kind of trying to tempt kids to go in and kill themselves they didn't film um, it there by, did they? by having a lovely <laughs> swim and um it, it had that vibe mm. of, it know, made it kind of foreboding didn't it really mm. it, it really made me think of like somewhere where like jenny green teeth or you know like that kind of river hag or you know in um suffolk they have like the rendlesham mermaid which is like yeah it's meant to drag children she lives in a pit and yeah she's like exactly like the one that we've just been to and drags mm. children in and i'm quite surprised that isn't a story like that associated with this pit because it's obviously a dangerous pit it seems like the sort of place that would have like something will drag you in if ever there was a pit that needs a cautionary tale attached to it, it is this one. Mm. And and the tale that mm-hmm. is attached to it isn't exactly cautionary, I don't think. Well, other than a kind of massively sexist, don't get involved yeah. with a married man because otherwise you're going to die, yeah. you know, or otherwise God will take vengeance. It's that kind of cautionary tale, isn't it? It's not, mm. a, it's not a, hey, don't hang around pits. Yeah. Which I feel is advice that everyone should take. Yeah, I did actually find um, something that in our first episode I did, couldn't, did, hadn't come across. There, in Australia, there's actually um, quite a similar scenario to the Shrieking Pits as we have here. and there, But rather than like the white ladies or whoever, or Esmeralda who's at these pits, it's a creature called the Bunyip, which is an amazing name. Yes, did you read that? Yes, I have um, so the Bunyip, Bunyip, I didn't know it was that kind of thing yeah so it's basically it's meant to be a devil or evil spirit um it's a mythical creature from aboriginal australia that is said to lurk in swamps creeks creeks riverbeds and waterholes which is obviously exactly what this is people started talking about them because they kept hearing these cries like screams basically so in the same way that we have the shrieking pits and they're associated because of the screams and the sounds that are meant to be coming from them. The bunyips are also associated with, with that kind of sound. Mm. So it makes me like feel like wonder whether rather it's the spirit of a woman, whether it's more something like a, a river hag or some kind of water spirit. Yeah. And it's so interesting that somewhere as far away as Australia associates this screaming sound with watery pits. Mm. Like... I think that's quite strange. It's it's odd because I kind I kind of feel we must be hardwired to to not want to swim or or mess about near mm. these kind of pits. It's it's not remotely invite. You can't imagine even on a hot day thinking, oh god, it'd be nice to swim yeah, there. No, can you? It, it's and you can see why it would be really clever for people to invent those tales so that there was no 
even going near it because mm. for us obviously at no point would we have wanted to um have a, have a swift wild swim but it would have been very easy for us to stumble and go right in and although there is quite a lot of or, or certainly where we stood there's a tree and I think probably we'll share a picture mm. of that um just so you can see how the tree kind of comes out of the pit, which was amazing it? wasn't it because it's like yeah. quite a big tree I don't know if it was an oak tree I didn't actually look at it how does that properly. work but it gets so wet and it I doesn't die yeah it's like and I it comes it juts, <laughs> it juts out completely into it and then grows up like it's almost yeah, like a little platform is, isn't it like a little jetty like into a it viewing hole as well yeah, hasn't it's it? very it just, very peculiar yeah. and it's obviously mm. been like that for a very long time because mm. it's huge yeah, it's so, massive. Yeah, it's a it's a strange it's a strange place. It's a kind of it is beautiful um, in its way. Um, I think both of us were quite keen to get away, weren't we? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it might have been we were really cold, frankly. It wasn't it wasn't it's... a welcoming place, basically, which obviously is partly to do with the weather. Yeah. But I'd recommend a visit saw, though. We saw, didn't we, when we were walking along? We saw at least one or two other pits, and there are supposedly, mm. I think, the Archaeological Society when they did their last roundup, there are about a thousand of these pits um, in this in this small mm. area. So this ground was incredibly filled with um, with iron ore. Are you going to give what? us your iron ore facts <laughs> now? Every time, um, and and you know so this was so it was dug up and and these pits were kind of left behind and they are all over the place absolutely mm. over them there's there, yeah more than a thousand of these iron extraction pits have been recorded between Weybourne and West Runton um and that's so that's a bit further so I mean it's just a huge number isn't it yeah and I mean many of them were filled in mm. and many of them have been put to other uses but in this area there are quite a few where they have just filled with water. And But it's interesting that only a couple of them, like literally two that we know of, have got kind of spooky kind of tails. You, you've connected got to, to wonder if they're the bigger ones, don't yeah. you, really? Yeah, because the other one that we saw was quite small, wasn't it? It still had water in yeah. it, but it was quite, it looked smaller. And there's no real idea of how big these are, is there? No, no or how deep they go. One yeah, nice thing, when it, we finished up there and we're driving home, we saw um, three hares, didn't we? We did. Which was quite wonderful. It was like we had been we a bit did. like, oh, and then all of a sudden well, these three hares came bounding out of nowhere. We had lots of magic because you also saw six magpies. I did. I saw six magpies. For gold. For gold. And then we so saw we were the... expecting to find gold, weren't we? And then we had the golden hour and there was gold across the Yeah, across which the was beautiful. So we think that might have been my gold. Yeah, and then we saw the hairs. Yeah, which was just... It was a great... It's great to get out, isn't it? Yeah, it was really nice. And although a bit creepy, but everyone likes to be creeped yeah. out a little bit. It, so, even though we were, we did feel vaguely drawn to... Into uh, the depth. ourselves into a pit. Um, <laughs> you know, you can't have everything on a dirt, can you? No. Welcome 
to the new normal. Hello, and welcome to this series of Unfinished with me, Charles Thompson. Welcome to Weird Norfolk. Welcome to this week's edition of the Pinkin.com Norwich City podcast. Of course, it is the Kings of Anglia podcast. From true crime to football, politics to folklore, for more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com forward slash channel forward slash Archant.